0: Hello and welcome to Just Us Thinking. I am your host Michael,
1: and I'm your co-host Rebecca, and I'm your sound guy Mikey.
0: And we have a new show. Uh, we have a special guest in the office.
1: We do have a special guest today.
0: We have Chad from the Proud American Patriot.
1: Hello, everyone. How are you doing?
0: How's it going? Long time no see.
1: Yeah, it's only been what a couple days.
0: Yeah, about that. Yeah. So me and Chad go back quite a ways now, right? We do. So now I I run Just Us Thinking you started the Proud American Patriot.
1: Correct. You were the guest on the first episode and we'll have another one dropping here shortly. Mm.
0: That is true. Now you are running a different format than I do. Yes. So I don't really go political on my show. Uh, We will today because obviously (laughs) that's your your podcast.
1: (laughs) We will. So what's one of the reasons you wanted to go with a political format? Um, I've I've always liked politics going back to, and I'll I'll date myself here some, going (laughs) back to 1980 when the, with the presidential debates with Reagan, it just sucked me in and I have always liked politics since then. It's, it's, I find it fascinating. I find it incredible that people can be so blind to what's really going on and, and just follow the, the party line it, to me, it's it's fascinating, and I, I think that people need to educate themselves more on what is actually happening out in the world. That is true, yeah. I want I,
0: to <laughs> I wanna say that's my biggest pet peeve, too. There's uh, people just want to listen to someone say, hey, I, you should do this, and they're like, oh, okay. Um, which is why I really am against celebrity endorsing politicians
1: I, I can't stand celebrity endorsing politicians, athletes endorsing politicians pretty much anyone outside of political knowledge endorsing politicians and at this point I don't even like them endorsing politicians because the only ones they're going to endorse are the ones that, that they want They they're. it's gotten to the point where political commentary political news is no longer just the facts it's Everything has a political slant to it and I'm going to give you the slant based on what I want you to think. Um, at least that's, that's the take I get on it from the media and everyone else. I've got my views and I will share my views with people. Um, you can like them or not. I don't care, but I'm going to tell you the world as I see it, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, you know, I, I consider myself fiscally a conservative and everything else i'm pretty much libertarian i i think the government needs to stay out of our business true that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with that too
1: you know, I, as, <laughs> as long as i'm not doing something that hurts someone else or infringes directly on their rights the government has no business wondering what i'm doing
0: right i agree with that
1: they work for me not the other way around
0: <laughs> Well, that, yeah you try to tell them that, that, them that. Yeah. that's crazy yeah so now you're going to go off of current events as well. So, what are your thoughts on the uh, Ukraine Russia ordeal that's still going on?
1: Um, to be blunt, it's a clusterfuck. True. It's you know when it first happened, when Russia first invaded Ukraine, I was all for us doing everything we could to help Ukraine. And hold Russia off As we were coming up on two years here I think it will be in February It's almost looking like it's a money making scheme For people behind the curtains I, the, I, I forget who it was But earlier this week It was someone Secretary of Defense or, or another secretary That had said Well we need to take our equipment And give it to Ukraine So that they can fight Russia with it And then we can buy more equipment how does what, that What <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? I, I no. We already have good equipment that that works fine. Only people that are making money on that is the defense contractors. Yeah, I mean. And guess who's paying for it? We the people. So that just doesn't make sense. That's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> so, wow.
0: you, are you saying the same thing will happen with uh, Israel Hamas?
1: Israel and Hamas is a little bit different in one, Israel's been an established ally of ours for decades. You know, Ukraine isn't necessarily someone that was one of our allies. They were No, they were their, a
0: puppet state, weren't they? Well,
1: they they weren't even a puppet state. They were they were a buffer against Russia. They they were a little bit of cushion before Russia got to Poland. Okay. Who is our ally. Um, Israel's been an ally of ours for decades. They're one of the few countries in the Middle East that can help stabilize that area of the country. And while the whole thing with Hamas is probably going to take months if Israel is allowed, and, and they shouldn't even be allowed to do what they want to do. It's it's their decision. It's just like when we went into the Middle East, into Afghanistan after 9-11. We didn't ask permission. We were attacked. We went and took care of business. Israel should be allowed to do the exact same thing. And if it takes them a couple of months, which... If they, they do what I'm hearing they want to do, it is going to be several months for them to do it, to completely root out Hamas and all the tunnels that they have in the Gaza Strip. But they should be allowed to do it, and we've already got two carrier groups in the Mediterranean. So we're we're supporting them. We are flying drones looking for spots where uh, they may have the hostages hidden. Um, you know, In the meantime, we're having... Uh, some strikes against us from Lebanon and Syria. And um, I think the number, since this happened, I think the number was up to like 28 attacks from countries in the Middle East and little terrorist groups within the Middle East. And, you know, it's... uh, Unfortunately, our uh, commander in Thief, his his whole thing is, (laughs) don't. Stop or else. Yeah. No, you know what? (laughs) If someone attacks us, and there are people in his administration that have said it. If you harm an American, we will drop the hammer on you. All right, well, then, damn it, drop the hammer on him and send a message. Exactly. Didn't he say
0: the same thing with Russia? Just told him to stop? And Yeah.
1: Oh, don't do not do that. No, stop. Stop. Yeah. Now, what are your takes? Do you think uh, Putin's still alive or no?
0: I... Oh, is that a rumor? Yeah. Oh, oh there, I haven't there, heard there that been, rumor. There
1: have been rumors around that he has a terminal illness. Which is why he jumped at Ukraine when he did because his goal has been to build the nineteen ninety one Russia back um, and then die in it what probably <laughs> I, he he wants to be the the next Stalin or you know the the next great Russian leader that brings them back to prominence yeah
0: well and, i I don't see that. I don't here's the thing so and and here's what I want to ask is. Do we have any business in Ukraine Russia war?
1: Yes and no. I mean we unfortunately for the last several decades even though we've got a diminished military thanks to the left we still are the watchdog of the world. Whether we want to be or not we're the watchdog of the world.
0: I don't think we should but no, that's, we shouldn't. that's that's here nor there. That,
1: that's what the UN is supposed to be.
0: Well, but we fund, we we supply more troops to the UN than any other country hands down.
1: The the UN is also corrupt as any other country hands down, so. That's politics, what do you expect? Well, well, (laughs) when when you make Iran one of the heads of the Human Rights Division, that tells you something. (laughs) That's true. Now, look look up Iran's history on human rights and tell me they belong anywhere near Human Rights Division.
0: So do you think Israel actually needs our help with Hamas, or can they take care of that on their own?
1: I don't think they need our help. You know, the look, the other thing, I'm a big history person. If you look back through all of history, the Jewish people have never lost a war on that land. Okay. I don't think they ever will either because that is, that's their homeland. They've got something to fight for and they will fight to the last person to protect that area. Uh, you know. So that, are we that's, just
0: getting in the way?
1: No, we're not getting in the way. We're I think we're giving them valuable information, letting them put resources into other areas, so that they can do what they need to do. Um, but you you look at Israel, and as soon as October seventh happened, you had hundreds, if not thousands, of people that have either solely Israeli citizenship or dual citizenship with Israel is one of those. And I, I don't know what the exact particulars are, but in Israel you have to serve a set amount of time in their IDF, in, in their military. Oh, okay. Would make sense. That's, yeah.
0: that's a way to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and then what happened is after October 7th, you had all these people that were retired from that, had served their time and went on to do whatever they were going to do in their life, and they went back and re-enlisted. They went back and said, how can I help? Kind of like what happened with us, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. 9-11. Yeah. So I, I don't think they need our help. They, I mean, they certainly I- welcome it, but I don't think that if we weren't there to give them information or tell them what we know, that it would cause them to be a catastrophic failure. Yeah, well, and I think I, they've done a pretty good job of.
0: <laughs> I thought so too. That's, well, and, and as long as our political parties stay out of it, I think that's the best thing we could do. Yeah. I think that's where it's going to get cloudy, as it was when our political element gets involved in there.
1: And and they are They're, and right now there are debates on how are we going to fund and support Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan now the left wants to muddle this all together and say let's take billions of dollars and earmark it for aid for those three countries and then dole it out.
0: See that's where I have a problem I don't think sending, sending money is, is the answer if they can't, if they can't support themselves I, I don't know if that's going to be what, what we need to have happen.
1: Well it's not necessarily just money it's, it's military aid it's food it's medicine but here's my problem with it those three aren't all equal in the eyes of how we viewed them prior prior to all of this happening
0: well that's true
1: Israel was a staunch ally Taiwan was a very good ally in the China Sea you know they are kind of our our buffer against China they help keep China in check uh, you know, and Ukraine well it's it's a travesty what the Russian troops did in Ukraine they aren't someone that we have a history with which is why the Republicans want to break it up and say, "Okay, well, let's get a bill for for Israel, a bill for Taiwan, and a bill for the Ukraine." Which to me makes a lot more sense.
0: Like that that does. I mean, because lumping them all together, they do they split the pot three ways, and do they need to split the pot three ways? Right. At, at what point do you say, you know, what enough is enough? In in Ukraine, do we do we not let it fall? Do we just say, you know what, fine? Can we concede? Russia Russia could take half and the other half goes to Ukraine and can we stop it that way?
1: I I don't think so. Russia is power hungry and like I said, Putin wants to get back to pre nineteen ninety one.
0: Well and he's trying to get in bed with China and oh, he's,
1: he's in bed with China, he's in bed with Iran, he's in bed with North Korea.
0: So those are kinda like, be so what do you, what do you see the build up
1: here? Worst case scenario, World War three
0: that's worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. I could see that. So, and, and I could see it being Russia, Iran. I don't know. if Hamas would even be in that. Yeah. Hamas <laughs> would be slaughtered. I think before <laughs> then.
1: Hamas is is a terrorist organization. They're not. They're not a country. Not a country. I and mean, they they throw their lot in with that. But essentially, your your main players on the other side would be Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, potentially a couple other countries in the Middle East.
0: Yeah, that would take over over there. We we gave up uh, Afghanistan pretty quick. We we gave that to a terrorist organization. We did. but that ter- terrorist organization actually runs the country
1: now. It, they do. They well, they ran it before we went there too, I and mean, we just no, gave it back true. to them. We we essentially took twenty years of sacrifice of our brave men and women, billions and billions of dollars, and for nothing nothing's yeah. changed there we we could have helped set something up in place there and kept the Taliban out instead Biden did a rush job put a big neon sign saying we're leaving in this date <laughs> yeah. which directly resulted in the death of 13 service members in a in a bombing at the airport there um, one of which uh, went to the same high school I did oh wow yeah, I you know it, it's Biden over and over again has proven his incompetence. His his military leaders told him prior to the pullout in Afghanistan not to do it this way. It's going to be a mess. You're going to sacrifice Afghani lives. You're going to sacrifice American lives. It's going to be a clusterfuck.
0: So now that, that takes us over to our political parties. It just seems like a lot of times these elections seem to be like... Uh, Lesser of the two evils. That's what I what I normally say, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's what it's become, and I'm going to get into this in a in an upcoming uh, podcast, maybe released before this one, but uh, yeah, where I, where I talk about the the parties a little bit, and really we we don't have a choice anymore. There's dumb and dumb, yeah, incompetent yeah. and more incompetent, <laughs> because the The idea of politics has become a job. It's become a career. If you go back into the history of this country, politics wasn't meant to be a career; it was meant to be your civil duty, your civic duty right where you know when when you go back to when this first country first started, you had someone that had a farm or they had an inn in a city or they were a cobbler or they were a blacksmith or whatever it was that they were. They put that aside for a set amount of time to go serve in Congress or serve as president, whatever it was, and hoped that their family could make it and keep whatever it was they had back home afloat while they were gone.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, see, and I remember stories of Daniel Boone doing that. Daniel mm-hmm. Boone would go serve. Him and Andrew Jackson had a rocky relationship, so Very rocky. he would leave. He'd go back to do what he normally did. Then he would come back and serve, and then he and then he left again. Then he would come back and serve Congress. And then he went on the campaign for the Alamo, and that, of course, that was the end of right of him. Um, so,
1: and that's that's why they have part of why they have breaks in Congress. If you look at a lot of where their breaks are, you know, back when this country started, it was a very um, rural country. They, there were right. there were cities, but most of it was farmland. Most of the people in the country were farmers of some sort. So, if you look at when they had the breaks in Congress. They match up real well with planting and harvesting season.
0: Well, uh, kids, uh, school breaks match that as well. Right. You got spring break that was a couple weeks off so they could go help with the crops. And then summer was when they would help on the farms. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's nothing really to do in winter.
1: Well, you you get into, into fall and you get into harvesting season. And, you know, even now you look at my girls just had a week off or almost a full week off for teacher conferences and in service and this and that but ties right into when harvesting season is right a lot of when harvesting season is and you know, depending on the crops and exactly where you are in the country and yeah, yeah so
0: that, that's what congress's breaks were originally supposed to be so they can go back and and get some things taken care of now it's now they they go on uh, the, you know there's nothing to take care of for them anymore no. No, they're, they, they're, they go on vacation
1: they, yeah. they go glad hand and strike up more money to get put into their pockets to to get a bill passed
0: yeah, I I am still a firm believer that every politician should have a jacket. I call it their NASCAR jacket, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yep. they should have all of who sponsors them on their jacket.
1: Yep. Well, and you know, it's I at this point I think that unfortunately this country is so far gone, so far divided. Because if the right says it's blue, the left says it's red. If the left says it's green, the right says it's black. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's they 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 can't even come to an agreement on simple things. Their job is to make life better for all of us, for we the people.
0: So is that in that political divide that's that's you know funneling down to regular folks like oh, it like is. us. Mm-hmm. So is that going to lead up to something?
1: It it could. I th- right now I think as far as Congress goes, either they need to get it through their heads that they need to start working together and getting things accomplished and cleaning up this country rather than this infighting and the, oh, well, I want this and I'm not going to budge on anything until I get it. And, you know, the, lying to the people, the, the border is a perfect example. You hear everyone in, you know, from Mayorkas in the um, Department of Homeland Security to all these other people that are in Congress, oh, the border is secure. The border is the <laughs> farthest thing from secure I have ever seen. Right? right? It's it's an open door. That's a it's a joke. It is, and and they blame it on broken uh, immigration system. No, the immigration isn't, system isn't broken. It's far from broken. We've got laws on how you immigrate to this country.
0: They're trying to break the They're but, trying to break it. They're intentionally they
1: breaking it. They're they're not trying. They they've broken it. The, the, Biden the, is on pace for more than 10 million illegal aliens coming into our country in his term. So, so wow. here's my problem
0: with the border. Here, here's my biggest issue. So, of course, Mexico uh, is is where they're coming from. Everything's funneling up through there. So, why does it that if someone comes up through Mexico, crosses illegally, they get what sanctuary? They get all these, all these, you know freebies and handouts and everything but if you wanted to come from another country that's far away that can't happen
1: they're coming from countries that are far away they're coming from venezuela they're coming from the middle east they're coming from china they're funneling through mexico are they funneling Mm -hmm. through there
0: so but if you want to do it correctly and you want to go through the correct path and and apply for a visa and and Mm -hmm. go through the correct path you're actually going to end up taking longer to do it because of the influx of people coming over illegally well, because we have to do something with that, right?
1: Not, I mean, That's probably slowing it down, but that, we've got laws in place that you have to do A, B, and C to come to this country. Right. Here, here's a perfect example. If you reside in Colombia, right, if you're a citizen of Colombia, and you want to come to the United States for pretty much whatever reason. Let's just say you've got family here and you want to come visit them. Okay. You want to know how long the wait is? How long? At least two years.
0: Why is really? it so long?
1: Wow. I don't know. But in, in, in each country, it's a little bit different on the time frame. You know, I'm sure if you're in England, it's a lot quicker. But yeah, if you're in Colombia, it's at least two years. So what, what makes them think, well, I can wait two years and do it the right way. Or I can just join one of these caravans, walk up through Central America, up through Mexico, cross the border. And as soon as I get here, throw my arms up in the air and amnesty. Amnesty. Yeah, and that's, that's I get probably why it takes two
0: two years to get done because, like I said, we have to deal with the people here now,
1: and, and we can't, right? We can't. I mean, You've got these places that like to call themselves sanctuary cities and virtue signal. Well, they they don't want the immigrants. Look at New York. New York's complaining that they're getting immigrants sent there and they don't have place for them, and and this, that, and the other is costing them too much money. Well, you know what? Tell your uh, tell your Democratic leadership thank you because they're the ones that are doing this to you.
0: Isn't it costing Texas the same amount of money?
1: Oh yeah, and they're they're saying, well, this is you know these people should stay in Texas. Why should Texas have to have to deal with? It? They don't want them. They're the ones that are trying to close down the border. So right? Texas
0: has to bear the brunt of it because the other con- other cities don't.
1: Yeah, that, that's what they think. They want to be able to virtue signal and say we're a sanctuary city. We we'll take the illegal immigrants until it comes time to do it. Look at what happened with Martha's Vineyard. Oh. They they were all about. Oh, we, we think the the illegal immigrants should be able to come here and we should take care of them until 50 of them get sent there and then it's, all oh, call out actually it wasn't even 50, I think it was like 30 and it's, call out the National Guard, we need to get these people out of here
0: oh, wow <laughs> it's amazing that that's their, their attitude So,
1: mm-hmm. well, they're so hypocrites
0: now you, now you, so you're going to have a pretty good podcast I think you're going to I think you're going to rifle some feathers or
1: Oh, I'm I'm gonna ruffle some feathers. Ruffle. I'm, I'm gonna ruffle. I mean, you're thinking pew pew. We'll, oh, we'll yeah. talk about that later on my show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're I'm gonna probably piss some people off, and you know what? Get over it. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna tell people my viewpoint. You know, you can like it, you can hate it. I don't care. But I've gotten to the point where I've just got too much on my mind with what's going on that I can't keep quiet about it anymore. Yep, and we all um, have the freedom of speech. So yes, that we do. True. Go for it.
0: <laughs> so now you are the proud American Patriot podcast. Um, right. You have a Facebook page, same yep. name.
1: Yep.
0: Um, what's your email address?
1: Uh, email address is the proud American at gmail dot com.
0: All right, and then we you are on. I know Spotify. I just got you on iHeart.
1: Spotify, iHeart, um, YouTube. What about Google? Google, I'm not on because they are going to be going away soon, from what I understand. Yep. Oh. Okay, I didn't um, know that. <laughs> planning on getting onto Apple Podcasts. It's just a pain in the ass to get on them sometimes. So.
0: Yep, that's what I hear. That's uh, that's rumor mill. So yeah, so you're you're on a lot of players. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely a, definitely worthwhile checking out. And, and I've, I I love hearing and I I like to listen to other people's reviews I'll I'll talk to anybody. I'm the same. I don't way. care where you are. So whether you like what the person says or not, if you want to debate someone or if you want to have a good conversation you actually have to listen to the other side
1: oh definitely it's i'm the type of person and i hope to eventually have guests that agree with me guests that don't agree with me you know i i don't care necessarily what it is but i i definitely hope to have people on on my podcast and talk with them about everything you know, if, if you don't agree with me great we'll have a good conversation I'll do everything I can to keep it civil hopefully they will too <laughs> um, But yeah I, I'm the type of person I can talk to anyone about anything if if I have an inkling of interest or a little bit of knowledge on the subject I will talk to anyone about anything and you know we'll, we'll see where it takes us I I don't have a problem with people disagreeing with my views with my thoughts you know with how I feel but you know if here's here's the biggest thing that the left misses out on and and I don't know if you've ever debated anyone on the left, but it's they they've got this tactic. They'll say what they think typically without anything to back it up. and then when you call them on it, they then don't have anything to back it up. so instantly you're a racist, a xenophobe, a misogynist, whatever it is and and that's how they try to to win a, a debate that they turn into an argument it's It's no longer. Let's talk about what the issue is. It's I'm going to personally attack you.
0: Yep. So the name calling starts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. people are crazy. and when they do that,
1: you know you've got them beat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, have that's the facts. that's the thing. It shouldn't be about me winning or you winning, or it should be about discussing ideas and coming to a place of common ground. And even if I don't agree with you, present your argument in a way that I can respect your views.
0: Yeah, I will agree with that. Yeah. So. Now, I've got a couple other rapid-fire questions for you. We're going to see where this goes. I'm a, I want to have a little fun with you here. Sure. All right. Uh, no, I, I don't know what
1: any of these questions yeah. are, so it'll be
0: fun. <laughs> I'm the only one that knows these questions, so this is going to be really interesting. All right. All right. Oreo or Chips Ahoy? Oreo. All right. Marvel or DC?
1: Well, that's a, that's a tough one. Currently, probably Marvel. If I want something dark, though, I will go go to some DC stuff because okay. they do a better job of being dark.
0: Yeah, they're they're a little bit better on that dark side. So, all right. Okay. So you didn't realize where I was going, did you?
1: I figured it probably had something to do with that. So something yeah. like that. Yeah. You didn't get the co- <laughs> you didn't you didn't figure
0: the cookie one? Did you? you? Kind of threw me off on that one. Threw yeah. you the cookie? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pizza favorite topping.
1: <laughs> I typically don't go with just one. I I like a pizza with a lot of meat on. It. I I like sausage, hamburger, bacon, Canadian bacon, pepperoni. That stuff that'll really get in there and clog your arteries. up.
0: Okay. Okay um iron man or captain america
1: oh another tough one
0: yeah you
1: know they're both great patriots but i have to go with captain america uh, he, he was the original one
0: he was he was i'm i was i'm always team captain america uh i was team iron man yeah
1: so here, here's one for you yeah and this might be a trick question okay two two three or five five six
0: wow um <laughs> probably five five six because it's more versatile
1: as long as you have something, can shoot it. Uh, so just a tip for all of you out there: if you do have an AR, look at the barrel. Make sure it says two two three slash five five six. If it doesn't, don't put five five six down. It. Um,
0: actually, I think with the I'm, I'm trying to now you're going to cause my my memory. If you're shooting a three zero eight or seven seven six two seven six two, as long as your barrel says three zero eight, you could shoot the seven six two. If your barrel says 556, five, you could shoot both 223 and 556.
1: Five, well, and if it just says 223, don't techni- do- Technically you can shoot yeah, 556, five, sh- but you can blow up your rifle.
0: No, it's so It'll damage your barrel. The the and I only, I only remember this because it's it's backwards on those. So if your barrel says two 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 three, 223, do not fire 556 five, in it. There's a little too much powder in there, mm-hmm. and that will cause barrel explosions. Listen, if you're going to do it, I'm okay with that. I would like to be a distance. I would like to video it. <laughs> I, I believe you might make a Darwin Award. Um, <laughs> just wait yeah, it's it.
1: a minute. A barrel that says two two three will fire a five five six, but don't do it. Yeah. Bad things can happen.
0: It can technically fire. It, yeah. it, it may go off, and you may get lucky. Or you may split your barrel, or you know, kind is of. Is there crazy. a way to try this now,
1: oh, there other is. than the?
0: There's videos. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people that watch videos. Okay. Um, if you have a shoulder rifle, make sure you are a long gun. Make sure you dig it in your shoulder. Yeah. Don't don't float that. And also, Not unless don't, you want a
1: real sore shoulder the next day, yeah. <laughs> and don't
0: don't float it, and then put your eye right up the the scope the scope yeah that'll be a bad thing
1: quick way to get a black eye
0: yep (laughs) that'll that'll be fun so you have any questions
1: no i think you guys covered it pretty good
0: (laughs) so Mm. where were you at the oreo and oreo yeah i knew that Uh, i knew that mikey oreos are just better for duncan oh yeah i don't know it depends oh oh here's another you like your uh your chocolate chip cookie crispy or soft
1: Crispy. Oh, I'm a I'm a soft cookie person.
0: <laughs> Hot, soft. Mm-hmm. I want it warm and I want it soft. That's why I like it. <laughs> now oh
1: you God. know me well enough to know I'm biting my tongue right now. So. I know. I I think Rebecca
0: was too. She was <laughs> waiting for it. Did you see that? I did. That's crazy. So and Mikey's
1: confused. So that's, yeah, that's, that's par for the course. Yep. yep.
0: So you can you could like your page on Facebook,
1: yes, the Proud definitely. American everyone, Patriot. Everyone, please give me a give me a look. Uh, you know give me a listen if you like it definitely give me a a big old thumbs up and a follow or a heart or whatever platform it is whatever they use but i would appreciate it
0: all right well i think we uh covered a lot here so we did now we can have a little fun we covered the, the platform so so you're really team Captain America, yeah, the proud American patriot. Okay. No surprise, Captain America.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love Iron Man for his ingenuity and everything he does, but when it comes down to it, Captain America was the first Avenger.
0: He was, he was. I, don't get me wrong, I, 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 I like Captain America. Um, the problem with Captain America and Iron Man, those two kind of always had, kind of went heads to head quite a bit. Um, there's a few things that Iron Man didn't tell Cap, and Cap didn't tell Iron Man. I mean, I think that relationship started off kind of rocky. Yeah. So I think that I, I it was almost like not cemented very well they, in the beginning.
1: The problem is, they're always trying to one up each other. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, the, the one the thing that I have to give Iron Man ahead of time uh, uh, a little heads up on is. He his ingenuity. He was he was able to adapt and change very quickly. He saw a problem. He, it, no matter what happened with it, he's like, I can make that better. I don't see that in Captain.
1: That's because Captain America didn't have to adapt and change. He had it all right there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was not. I guess there's not very. He's not a very. Multi-dimensional character, I think. I, I He has his, you know. Yes, I'm Captain America, and that's what I'm going for. And I have a strength in a frisbee.
1: Yeah, but uh, that's a hell of a frisbee. Yeah, it is was a hell of a frisbee. It's a big frisbee. <laughs> it's a big frisbee.
0: So, what do you think about the new Captain America, Falcon Captain America?
1: I don't like it. They they broke with canon in the movie, and I uh, am not happy. Okay. Um, yeah, see, it's been a long time since I've read Marvel comic books, but I know that after Captain America stepped down, it was Bucky. Yeah, and that's what they should have done in the movies.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: But when when it all comes down to it, staying with with the the whole Marvel thing, there's another another Marvel superhero that I really have a soft spot in my heart for.
0: Who's Who?
1: that? Daredevil. Or not? No, not not Daredevil. Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Dare,
1: Daredevil's DC. Yeah. Yeah. No, Deadpool, it's, you know 'cause he's more your everyday person superhero. <laughs> <laughs> he's not afraid to say what he thinks and he doesn't think, "Oh, I've I've got to be good and I can't say this." It's if he thinks it, he says it. Yep. So
0: so if you were a superhero, would you be a a Captain America Deadpool?
1: Some combination <laughs> of those two, you know, I'm definitely proud to be be an American, but I'm not afraid to say what I think.
0: He'll be proud to be an American that kills you. (laughs) Oh, geez. Now, if you go to D.C., who's your favorite over that side?
1: Yeah. Ever since I was little, I always liked Green Lantern.
0: Oh, what do you think about the Green Lantern movie?
1: Uh, The same thing Ryan Reynolds thinks about it. (laughs) You know
0: he came back and said, yeah, it wasn't that bad.
1: After a while, he did. After he watched it and let it age a while, but... Yeah, you know, he, he still regrets it. are <laughs> there, certain watch. Watch Deadpool two and and after during the credits when they're throwing those showing those little snippets. He has a little Green Lantern part yeah. in there, and yeah, <laughs>
0: I love that part. It was funny as funny as hell. So, mm-hmm. um, Green Lanterns one, uh, Green Lantern, Superman, and the Fantastic Four. Those seem to be the hardest superheroes to capture. I don't. I, I, I the the Fantastic Four. I don't know why. But yeah. They they just don't seem to do that right.
1: No, they they. It seems like every time they've and the, you're right. The Fantastic Four has a great idea for a movie. I mean, it's almost the start of DC's version of X Men or something like that, where it's it's a right. group that's really closely knit and they're they're family. X Men's Marvel. Yeah, I, yeah. Mar- they're DC's version of of the X Men essentially. The start yeah. of that, but the yeah they, they've got so much to work with but they can't ever seem to put together a good story that captivates people or that even really makes sense
0: right so as far as villains go who do you think they portrayed the worst as far as a villain goes
1: in the fantastic four movies or in, in any, any, of them? any of them that's a hard one Probably have to go back to when Batman became a money making scheme. Oh, and it was just let's get big names in here because they want to be in here, and we'll find a villain for them to be. Right, yeah.
0: Mister um, you know, Freeze. Arnold oh Schwarzenegger was a
1: horrible Mister Freeze. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> it, that was a that was a train wreck. Uh, Jim I mean, Carrey was I, not a very good.
1: No, it, you you got Jim Carrey's goofiness, but the riddler was darker than what jim carrey made him yeah um tommy lee jones as much as i like him was not a good two-face
0: i agree i like tommy lee but he that was not a role for him
1: no no it was a hey i'm gonna do a big movie batman and cash in yeah
0: <laughs> I, I did like uh nicholson's uh joker though yes um he has some good lines he was a little uh, it, it it seemed to fit right I, I did like him as a joker.
1: Now who was your favorite joker?
0: My favorite joker I I, I would have to say it probably Jack Nicholson. I, I, I liked him as Joker.
1: I, I like the darker Joker. Do you? Um yeah, the 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 Jack Nicholson Joker, as much as I loved it, it was more this happy go lucky, a little bit of crazy joker.
0: Yeah, and that's <laughs> I, that's that's what I like as a joker. I want that little bit of insanity. Now Heath Ledger man he he did so well he did
1: he uh, and the problem is he got so deep into that role that they say that's what killed him i i like heath ledger's and i like walking phoenix's joker the really yeah the the just the deep dark yeah mentally unstable okay i i guess i like i
0: like the comic version of there don't get me wrong i love heath ledger and that guy could have done anything Mm -hmm. um nice tail all the way to to joker yeah i mean he played the gambit so
1: oh well, he was he was ned kelly too if you ever watched oh, that oh
0: that's right he was <laughs> it's kind of crazy that you you have some of those guys that can do all those roles
1: mm-hmm. yep. another person that's like that moving away from the the comic book movies some is orlando bloom
0: Oh, yeah. I heard he's done quite he, a bit. Well, you,
1: you look at early in his career, he did Lord of the Rings. Right. He was in Black Hawk Down. Right. He was in Troy.
0: Oh, that's right. He was in
1: Troy. He was in... wanna say a brother. There was, yeah. He was uh, Paris.
0: Yep. Paris, the brother of uh, Achilles.
1: No, not Achilles. He, he's the one that shot oh, the... Oh, no. Era. He
0: was a, the brother of the other uh, the other side. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I he's know. the one that got you know, with Helen Helena, Troy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you got my vote there. (laughs) I want to say there was a Western he was in. And while we're talking movies, I'll I'll give a plug to a movie that I watched last week uh, that Orlando Bloom was in, uh, The Outpost. Okay. If you have not watched that movie, go and watch it. It gives you a grittiness that I haven't felt in the movie since parts of Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Where you almost feel like you're there just because of how they're doing the camera angles and everything shaking. But more important than that, after the movie, watch the credits because they have interviews with real people. It's it, based on a true story. Okay, uh, It's based on an outpost in Afghanistan that never should have been there. It was in a valley, so it's completely indefensible. Mm. Uh, just Just a horrible place to decide to set up shop.
0: So who do you think is the most versatile actor? Oh, out on, there?
1: Let me let me get back to the okay. this movie here real quick. Because it, it this movie it it made me feel something. Um That's what she said. <laughs> yes, it, it it was. Um but no it, it, the credits they have interviews with the actual people that were there. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And This is... And I'm trying to remember what they said in in my history. um, But the percentage of awards given to the people that were there is one of the highest in history. And it's also... I think it's the only battle that we have had where two surviving people got the Medal of Honor. Oh, wow. So it's... Hmm. uh, It's called the Outpost? The Outpost. It's... uh, it's on Netflix. I know. I don't know where else it is, but yeah, it's it'll make it'll move you. It'll make you feel things. Uh, it I it think. starts off a little bit slow, but they have to kind of tell the story of it. And
0: I think I've seen it, but I'm now I'm going to rewatch it because I do that. Yeah. I just was rewatching a lot of the Marvel ones too. So. so no, back to you know most versatile actor or actress.
1: That's a tough one. Let me think. I think looking the the span of his career, the easy answer is Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a huge, huge Tom Hanks fan, but you you look at him going from comedy to dramas to action movies. Um, you know he he can do a lot, but I really think that uh, to me, maybe not the the best choice, but nicholas cage just has something about him that he can do a lot of different things and he's not afraid to do something that's goofy and wacky either
0: yeah right
1: (laughs) and i gotta give him props because he changed his name to get by on his own as opposed to uh you know coattailing on the capital name
0: i i agree with that yeah
1: on what he's uh Part of the Capula family. Francis Ford Capula, or Copula, however you pronounce it. Yeah, he's part of a a very famous family. I think he's his nephew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He
0: he could have completely have said, you know what, I'm going to ride these coattails, and could have wrote his own ticket to anything he did, Mm -hmm. but he changed his name because he wanted to do it on his own. Nice. So, I think that's pretty good. So, I think we had a little bit of fun. Um, I think we are just about out of time, aren't we, Mikey? We are... So, and, you know, listen, when we're doing these podcasts, I'm going to need you to be a little more quieter and not talk so much while
1: we're doing these.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah,
1: Mikey, shut up. You're too loud. No one wants your opinion. Right. So, Mikey, now, before we leave, tell me what you think about the state of politics. I... Have nowhere in that. They all. they don't
0: teach kids this anymore.
1: Well, no, they they don't. They indoctrinate to the left. That's They're, another problem. They have
0: no. He has no understanding about political parties, what any issues are, and these kids don't. So whatever Tay Tay or celebrity says, "Hey, go vote for this person," they all vote for that person. And say, "Oh, we don't. You know, okay? That sounds great. Yeah, Tay Tay told me to vote. The Rock told mm-hmm. me to go vote for so and so." that's also why I don't think they should be able to do that.
1: Nice. It's You You have someone that is giving a uninformed opinion, but people take it as gospel because they're a celebrity of some sort. Exactly. Right. And,
0: yeah. and <laughs> your vote should be your vote. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to ever tell anybody how to vote, but you need a vote and you need to think about why you're voting, what you're voting for, and understand truly understand the issues that you're voting for
1: well and and not just that the ramifications of your vote right yep
0: all right i think uh that's a pretty good show thank you for uh joining us chat hey, thank you for having me so the proud american patriot go listen to him on all the uh, podcast players
1: Alrighty, bye everybody